0: So there's a penalty of one-month wage, and that's it. But the employment agreement will end.
1: So the employment agreement then uh, will end. And and what, for example, if, if the parties really forget about the restricted period of time and the employee would simply continue working on the spot, what would then happen? Then it all goes wrong. It all goes wrong? <laughs> no, it doesn't uh, all go wrong. Hello, listeners. This is Clint Littler Explains. Uh, my name is Jasper Hofstad, I'm an associate at the Clint Lidler office based in Amsterdam. I'm your host for this podcast of which the aim is to bring you, the listener, the basics of Dutch employment and labor law. Every episode I will discuss with one of my colleagues one of his or her favorite topics, whereby of course the aim is to press out every juicy detail. Joining me at my desk today is Wouter Engelsmann, and Wouter is one of the founding partners of Clint Lidler and, um, and has a broad focus on collective labor agreements. Uh, Wouter, today uh, you told me you wanted to discuss and to zoom in um, on fixed-term employment agreements, uh, which is a very handy topic in Dutch Dutch labour law. It gives an employer the possibility to engage an employee flexibly, but of course we cannot uh, give way to the employee's own uh, legal protection, can you elaborate a little on the topics we are going to discuss today?
0: Absolutely, Jasper, and thank you for uh,
1: for having me here today. It's indeed
0: it's it's not so much a collective topic. I have to be honest, there. It's a, it's an individual topic rather than a collective one. I will discuss today in the in this episode fixed-term employment contracts, which is in relation to how to end it, how to start it, what needs to be in there, can you do it orally, uh, all these topics will be discussed. And uh, I think it's a very interesting topic because especially in the Netherlands, there's a highly flexible uh, workforce everywhere and most employers have a preference to uh, use fixed-term employment contracts where possible. But there are a number of pitfalls, and it's of course very, uh, very interesting to see if uh, employers uh, can uh, can avoid these, uh, and if we can add our contribution to that, then uh, then this would be a great success already. And uh, I will end this uh, this episode, of course, with uh, key tip tips and tricks for employers so that they know what they can uh, what they can and cannot do in their uh, in their
1: practice. Uh, let us start at the very beginning. If you're contracting, how do you agree on a fixed term contract? It's a very good question, Jasper,
0: um, because the main legal distinction is between open-ended permanent contracts and fixed-term employment contracts in the Netherlands. As you may know, open-ended employment contracts are for an indefinite term and uh, cannot easily be terminated, which is why most employers uh, have a preference to use fixed-term employment contracts, which is possible. Fixed-term contracts may be concluded for a specific period uh, or... For instance, for the conclusion of a specific project or task. For instance, when you have an employee permanently who is going on maternity leave, then you may hire an individual to, to uh, cover for her in her absence. Uh, so it's not a fixed
1: period of time, but it's a specific task or project so these are the two options you have and is there then also um because um, there is a possibility to agree to uh, a fixed term agreement is this the only restriction and uh, are you then then obliged by law to if you want to continue the employment relationship after this first initial fixed term are you then obliged to give an indefinite term employment agreement or are, are, are there other options
0: there are other options. You can extend a fixed-term contract, but that's only uh, that's limited by law. So you can only have 3 fixed-term contracts. But uh, it is possible to uh, to extend
1: them for a fixed term. So yes. So you you said uh, there was a possibility of agreeing to three fixed-term contracts. Are you then also limited in time, or or is it? How do employers need to see this and and tackle this?
0: Well, it's either um, a free fixed-term contract, so the fourth employment contract is deemed to be uh, for an indefinite term, or it's uh, two contracts exceeding 36 months. So uh, then uh, if you have two contracts and you're exceeding a 36-month period, then that means that it's automatically converted into a permanent term contract. Yeah, So you need to be aware of what you're doing. Yes, always. And that's where you come into play, of course. Of
1: course, of as course. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. so as the value your legal advisor.
0: Well, true. So uh, the, um, Well, <laughs> we mainly get involved once it's already uh, completely uh, gone into a different direction. But let's start with the basics. How do fixed-term employment contracts end? Well, that's the good news by operation of the law. So you don't have to do anything. Well, that's not entirely true. You do have to do something because you need to inform an employee ultimately one month in advance, one month before the employment contract would end, that their contract will be renewed or not. And if it is renewed, then under which terms and conditions it will be renewed. In other words, you need to inform an employee one month before it will end whether he can search for a new job elsewhere or whether he can continue his work for the employer.
1: So it goes both ways essentially. It gives the employee the possibility to already look out for a new job and it gives the employer the certainty that in fact the employment relationship is ending.
0: Well, the employment relationship is ending because that's by operation of the law. So you don't have to do anything. However, if you do not or not timely inform your employee, you will forfeit a penalty of at most one month of uh, the employee's wage. So there's a penalty of one month wage and that's it. But
1: the employment agreement will end. So the employment agreement then uh, will end. And and what, for example, if, if the parties really forget about the restricted period of time and the employee would simply continue working on the spot, what would then happen? Then it all goes wrong. It all goes wrong.
0: <laughs> no, it doesn't uh, all go wrong. Um, but then you may have an issue because if an employee just steps in at the office the day after the contract has ended and he starts working and nobody really says anything about that uh, or says, you you know, um, you, you need to go or you should stop your work or anything like that, then uh, we call this uh, an employment agreement that has been uh, renewed without any words which means, by law, that you have entered into the same contract as the previous one. So it's a second fixed-term contract. It's the same conditions as the first contract, but at most for the duration of one year. So let's say you have hired an employee for one year. You completely forget about him. Then you do have an HR issue anyway. But, okay, let's assume that's the case. Then uh, he continues his work after the contract has expired. Then you have hired him again for the duration of one year.
1: Okay, so that's a, because that's a, that's a very interesting topic. Because um, if we circle back to the beginning of the podcast, you said there are uh, there is a possibility to enter into either uh, three fixed-term agreements, as long as they do not exceed the three-year term. Because if that happens, the employment agreement is deemed to be um, converted, converted to yes. an indefinite-term agreement by operation of law. But then. If I understand you correctly, if you were to agree to, let's say, um, a fixed-term employment agreement of two and a half years, parties do not give a notification of termination, and the employment agreement is extended, but then it is for a year, and would that then mean automatically that if you... Yes, exactly. Then it means that, by law, the second contract has been converted into a contract for a permanent term and then if you if for example the first fixed term agreement was for two years and then it is extended because the parties continue their agreement then is it extended for a maximum of one year and then if you do it all correctly at the end of that term it ends by operation of the law it ends by operation of law
0: and there's also one other exception and that is if you have a contract in place that's longer duration longer than three years then you may once extend that for a period of three months i don't know the specifics about this or the background of this rule but i think it's it is because it's a long-term but fixed term employment contract uh, and then i think the law gives the opportunity to uh, round off
1: any yeah, activity and, and, you have, and to, and to wind it all down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Clear, exactly. Clear. And then, um, so let's say uh, there is this flexibility in, uh, in employment, and would that then also mean for the parties that it is either easier or less easy to terminate a contract if it has been agreed for a fixed period of time? Oh,
0: well, that is where trouble um, normally comes into play. So let's say you have a fixed term employment contract for the duration of one year. And after two months, you say, this is not gonna work out. The individual is not suited for the job or the job is not suited for the individual, um, but either way, it's not gonna work out. So what to do? Well, you call us, of course, but your problem then is as follows. You cannot terminate this individual before the end of the term. Because fixed-term employment contracts are uh, deemed to only expire at the end of the term and not to be terminated before that, unless you have agreed upon this possibility. That is also possible that you, in the contract, have a, you have a provision that says it will uh, the contract is for the duration of one year. However, parties may terminate in the interim and that means that uh, you can terminate before the end of the expiry of the contract. If you have not agreed upon that, then you have a real issue, because then a court will also say, look, you have a fixed term contract for the duration of one year, you need to sit it out. It's possible to mitigate this, but then it has to be at least three months of wage that you need to pay to the employee. By the way, that also counts the other way around, that also applies the other way around. So if you are an employee and you have a fixed-term contract of a year, and after two months you say, this is not my place, then you can't give notice, so you have to either agree upon something new with your employer, or uh, you have to sit the complete ride out until the end of the contract.
1: So, if if I may step in, you you say I hear uh, two things. I hear uh, at first, well, we have we have been in agreement for two months now, and we thought, well, this is going to work out, but it seems it does not work out. Isn't there something like a probation period during which parties can simply terminate?
0: There is always a probation period. Yes. Well, not always, but if you agree upon it, it could be. So yes, you can have probation period uh, if you have agreed upon that in writing in the employment contract. If so, it's either one month for any employment contract up to two years or two months is possible as a probation period for open-ended contracts or contracts for a fixed term that have a duration longer than two years.
1: Okay, Okay, clear. And then the other uh, subject that I wanted to touch on is you... I thought you mentioned that you can agree on something if you want, would like to terminate. So you, you don't go to court, but you agree on the termination. You can agree upon termination if you want
0: to. By mutual consent, you can end or make new arrangements. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, But you
1: have to agree upon it, and both sides need to be in agreement there. Yeah, so that will more than often be the difficult part in the negotiations, how to get parties in alignment about the termination of the employees. Yeah, normally if you agreement. want
0: to get rid of an employee who's on a fixed-term contract and you want to do that before the end of the term, you're just going to pay out the remainder of the salary. That's that's in practice what you do.
1: Yeah. Okay, so then circling back and if I can summarize, if you agree to a fixed-term employment agreement, it is of the essence that you then at the same time uh, make a notice in your agenda as to when to give the employee a notification of termination. Mm-hmm. And then I would like to ask you, um, can you give a quick roundup of the most uh, essential parts that employers need and employees maybe need to, t- to take into account when agreeing to a fixed-term employment agreement? What do our listeners need to, to take home? Well, that's a good one. I think, uh, as you mentioned, please mark
0: the day in your schedule. Uh, make sure that before uh, be- one month before the end of the employment contract, you have a session with the employee and you inform him or her whether you want to continue the relationship, and if so, under which terms. That's very, very important. Secondly, uh, it's important to confirm that. Do it in writing. In writing does not mean that you have to send them an actual letter. Um, in writing, under Dutch law, even WhatsApp would work. But the only thing is, you need to be able to confirm, or to prove, to demonstrate that you have reached out to the employee, to the individual, and that you have discussed this. So that's very important. So one is make sure you're in time to do that. Secondly, uh, make sure that you have a confirmation in place of uh, what you uh, what you discussed with you with the employee.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you, uh, Wouter. This was it for today. We are done. Uh, I say. Thanks to our, uh, to our listeners for your interest in Dutch employment and labor law. Of course, as always, in the description of this podcast, we will include our key speaker notes and you will find a timestamp if you want to circle back to any important matters. And I hope you will join us again for our next episode. If you wish, you can subscribe to Clint Littler Explains and we will be delighted to uh, receive a review. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out Uh, because Wouter and I will always be happy to assist.